Yo, welcome to the Meeting 3 Leadership Podcast. If it's your first time to the table, welcome, welcome. I am your host, Brian B. Nice Narciss, and this is a podcast all dedicated to leadership and its various forms and contexts. Um, I'm very excited to be able to share with you various guests. Um, so pull up a seat, grab a plate, make yourself at home, and I hope you brought your appetite because you know how we do it in the Carolinas. We eat good around here. The investments are doable and the portions are generous. So if you leave hungry, that's on you. Episode 15, we're going to jump right into it. I got a chance to steal a little bit of time with my main man, Eric McClain. Um, we were both at Clemson at the same time. He was a little uh, behind me uh, in years, but just a great uh, brother in the faith, ambassador for Clemson, just an all-around great guy who brings a lot of energy to anything and everything that he does. So hopefully you can hear it uh, through our conversations, just the joy that we had and catching up and chopping it up um, and all the various examples that came to mind when we were thinking about leadership and sayings and quotes and all this and that. It was a really great conversation. Hopefully you get a lot out of it. But without much further ado, please welcome to the table, Eric McLean. Mac, welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you, my man. Humbled and uh, humbled and blessed to be able to spend some time with you. Absolutely, man. We the the running joke for years is that you're you're like the mayor, or one of the mayors. <laughs> or, you know, you you hold high positions, yeah. and, and I've had to uh, experience that on numerous occasions right. when we've tried to grab yeah, a meal yeah, yeah, together. Exactly. It's like, oh man, my schedule's busy. How about you? Uh, my schedule's yeah. busy, but you know. It's always good whenever we can catch up. For sure. And I think, you know, having that title has its ups and downs, like you said. Mm -hmm. You're you're obligated to do some stuff when I'd rather just have some free time and kick it with my boys. But, um, you know, honored to have that name as well. Yeah. Well, Mr. Clemson, (laughs) uh, do you remember, as is customary on the Meet 3 Leadership Podcast, do you remember the first time we met or an early memory? Yeah. So I think kind of a, a funny story. It might not be the first time we met, but kind of the first time you know, I found out who you were, um, was way back my freshman year. Um, I think we were either at in Fike or maybe just watching y'all run ball kind of in an open gym type setting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of my roommates, big Clemson fanatic. So he's a yeah. fan, uh, knows everybody knows mm-hmm. football, basketball, baseball. He knows everybody. And, uh, you had went up and had a nice dunk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, like that. Cause I love basketball yeah. as a lot of people know, but I was like, dad gum, that dude was up there. And, uh, my roommate goes, that's be nice. That's be nice. You don't know who that is? I'm like, what? Be nice? He's like, yeah, you need to look him up. So then we look up on YouTube, man. I see yeah. you flying in the Virginia Tech dunk and yeah. all this crazy stuff. So that was the first time I was introduced to be nice. Okay. That's that's crazy, man. Like, it's it's so funny to think, like, the amount of people... Like for me, and, and I'm sure you probably had memories of this, you know, it's like when somebody can come up and say, like, man... You know, like I remember watching you when you played, and right. it's like you know, like you you made an impression on me mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, you you just feel like you're just going out and doing your yeah, job. You're playing a game sure. you love, but like you don't realize sometimes the impact that you have. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, still to this day, you know, he asks me about you sometimes, and it's it's fun to be able to to update others about your brothers and sisters and kind of what they're doing. Um, so I can't wait to tell him about this podcast so he can check it out. So interesting. So from my vantage point, I think the first time that um, 
I think I really, and it might have been like when I saw this, the moment when I actually decided to follow you on social media right. was um, Clemson football did like a um, like a lyrics, you know, of certain. Yeah, you know, and my, talked yeah, about my dog. Talked about Lecrae, and I was like, okay, all I right. can dig with this guy. I see, I see, I see where he's rocking. So I was like, okay. And um, man, just since then, we've had a chance to connect yeah. on numerous occasions. For sure. um, but for anybody who has never met you before, um, who might follow you on social media but may not know who you are, right. you know, like how would you introduce yourself? Yeah, um, you know, I think first and foremost, you know, Eric McLean, child of God, mm-hmm. and knows who uh, uh, who his creator is yeah. and where his purpose is, and knowing that uh, he finds his identity in his Lord and savior and not something else. Um, so I think that was as a student athlete and as a guy who transitioned from pro, I think that was something that really strengthened me and knowing that, you know, he gave me the power to move on and to kind of identify that. And I know you feel the same way. Um, but just a loving nurturing guy that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, likes to have good time, loves his Clemson Tigers. Um, you know, I'm a big family man. Yeah. Uh, love my wife very much and the family that we have and looking forward to starting our own family one day. Yeah, big time, big time. How how long is is it now since you've been married? A Over. year and some uh some change. We got go. married in July or June twenty fourth, yep. um, two thousand seventeen, man. Awesome, so man. it's been Praise it's God. been good. We got it all figured out though. I got a book yeah, coming okay, out. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'll, that's, I'll let that's you get actually, that. That's actually the reason why I had you on the podcast. <laughs> What's your advice on uh exactly. marriage? You're, exactly. You're only a few months ahead of me and uh, I already have it figured out. Yeah, we're good. So, so uh, nothing yeah. more to learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the biggest joke I can ever yeah, tell. Yeah, no, I, I feel that but um you know obviously with both of us being you know former athletes uh former clemson athletes um this this podcast is probably going to go right out you know as soon as we get done for sure recording so it's first friday um i guess you know for somebody who's never been here yeah um as best you're missing you can, out you gotta come <laughs> as best as you can try to explain like the clemson family yeah i, th- I think um you know, honestly, it starts with how small this town is. Mm-hmm. I think the the city or the town of Clemson is is so tight knit and such a such an atmosphere that that you can't miss it when mm-hmm. you come into it. I, I remember um, just on recruiting visits when the first time I ever came here, which I had no idea where Clemson was. I didn't know it was in South Carolina. Didn't know it was on the yeah. East Coast. Um, you know, I grew up kind of a SEC guy pulling for the Tennessee Volunteers, mm-hmm. just because that's where my mom's whole side of the family went. Yeah. Um, so I had no clue, and and literally my first hours on this campus in this city, uh, there was something different, and and it's just the feel. It's it's everybody waving as you're going down the street. It's the local mom and pop supporting everybody, not just the football team, but all sports. Um, and, and really, I think just the genuine uh, kind of appreciation for each other mm-hmm. that not only student athletes have, but staff and faculty. Um, and other students on this campus. I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool and unique um, bond that we've been able to create here on Clemson's campus. And it's not new. Right. This has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, obviously the success of the football team and, and basketball and baseball recently, I, th- I think that uh, athletics are kind of the front door of a university. And how, yeah. how pretty is your front door? So we're just now kind of telling this story about the Clemson mm-hmm. family, but it's been a Clemson family for a long, long time. Yeah, you talk about, you know, just it's a great segue. I mean, as being a student athlete, talk about what what it means to have influence. You know, there's a lot of individuals 
um, some who are younger, who are trying to eventually get to where you you are, but then also people who just are fans of sports yeah. or fans of football. Um, talk about what it means to have influence yeah. and how to handle that platform. Yeah, so I, so I think, um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, however you look at mm-hmm. it, when you become a student athlete at, at a great university like this or, or other universities, you're almost given the platform, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're given uh, the attention of the world. You're given this pedestal where... Um, you know, you, you have that influence mm-hmm. and, and you have to be able to respect it. You have to be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of guys and girls do. I think that we have a great coaching staff in place. I think we have a great administration uh, who cares about that and values that um, and really just help to empower our student athletes to understand, man, when I say something, people listen. Mm-hmm. When, when I uh, tweet something, people look at it. Yeah. Um, and so on and so forth with the various social medias or, or platforms that are out there. Um, I love it, man. I, I think young people uh, should speak their mind. I, I think that when they are educate themselves and they know, uh, you know, and, and can make a, an honest assessment of something, I think that they uh, are should be charged to speak out. Mm-hmm. I think that you know too often. Or more often than not, we kind of hold back as student athletes, or we live in a bubble uh, yeah. because we are treated so much different mm-hmm. as a student athlete. Um, and again, for better or for worse. Uh, but I think when when young people can stand up, speak out, stand for something, mm-hmm. um, that influence goes in a really good direction. I think it's something that uh, all of us should do a little bit more, probably. I know, um, you know, obviously one of both of our favorite athletes, LeBron James, yeah. you know, definitely embodies. <laughs> LeGoat, you know, I think is what you said. Yeah, uh, he definitely embodies somebody who uses that platform exactly. and, you know, to its fullest extent. And I think, you know, a lot of people, regardless of whether, you know, you agree with what he's saying, I think you can at least acknowledge that he's he recognizes he has the platform mm-hmm. and he uses it to stand bold and speak courageously on issues that are near and dear to his heart. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that's a that's a great example and probably the best example, honestly, mm-hmm. right now. Any sport, um, you have a young man who grew up without a father, who mm-hmm. grew up in a very rough environment with a mother that did her best, mm-hmm. and sometimes that wasn't good enough, and sometimes he was with his grandparents um, in rough areas in mm-hmm. a project. And uh, now that project, I think, is like a, a big development. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. something totally different. It's, yeah. it's not that horrible place that he grew up yeah but he took his what he had yep. took his opportunity made the most of it and now he's opening schools for young kids he's donating millions of dollars to put people through college and high school and um not afraid to speak out about the injustices and, and the the sad things that go on in this world that other athletes shy away from that are mm-hmm. kind of afraid to use their influence or don't want to piss off the wrong people mm-hmm. and uh you know, he's kind of on the the front of that court and, yeah. and he's all out pressing and mm-hmm. I love it. And I think it's, it's something that this generation needs. I think it's something that we need. I think it's something this world needs is people who are in powerful positions or have powerful voices speaking up for what's right and mm-hmm. what's just. And I think, uh, he's such a great example for that. Yeah. I mean, I even mean, if you don't care about him as a right. basketball player, yeah. or if you can't stand him, sure. know that him as a man yeah. is a great example. As a father, as a leader, as a husband, mm-hmm. um, and you know maybe he d- he does stuff that none of us know about, but you can't find it anywhere. You yeah. don't see it. All we see is, is is the great example that he set, and um, for years. I mean, who can handle the spotlight that he from, has since, and have 
never falling consistently yeah so it's uh he's a great man and it's funny man early in his career uh if you notice and we're going to talk about lebron Mm -hmm. that's all good um (laughs) you know it was kind of me 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 i I, Mm -hmm. and that's now that he's getting older I hear him mentioning the man above, the big man mm-hmm. above. And it's just like, it's kind of cool for me. And maybe that he was that way the whole time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And maybe as he's gotten older, he, he's acknowledged it more. Um, but that's cool for me, man. When, when, when great athletes are not afraid to speak about their God, um, it's powerful. Yeah. Um, so you, one of your many <laughs> roles and places that you get to leverage your platform nowadays is within media. Right. You know, and you actually... Uh, we were just talking about yeah. this. You just uh, got an opportunity that you're going to be co-hosting with yeah. uh, Qualk, who's already decent been on guy, the po- decent podcast. <laughs> um, I have to make sure I say a great guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> former roommate, uh, there great you go. guy. So, there you go. Um, but uh, I mean, talk about what what is it about media that that makes you want to insert your voice yeah. and your perspective um, just within that space? Yeah. Well, I, again, I think it's all about that pedestal. Mm-hmm. So. As a student athlete, maybe we take uh, one step. Mm-hmm. And, and when you get on that radio or in front of that camera and on that TV, you take two or three steps. And, and it widens your pedestal so more people can see. And, you know, anything that I do, man, I, I just try and let that light shine through me, yeah. um, not on me. Which, yeah. which as student athletes, it's, it's on us a lot. Yeah. Um, but something that Dabo said, and I'm sure he either stole it from somewhere or, or maybe he made it up. I'm not sure. But sure. he always made sure to, to tell us that. Always let the light that shines in you be brighter than the lights that shine on you. So I think that's that that's good. something that uh, I took to heart at a very young age. My dad always would tell me to let that light shine. And so when mm-hmm. dad, well, you know, when, when your dad tells you something your whole life, then your head coach kind of tells you something mm-hmm. similar, and you're like, oh, I guess yeah. they're both right. Yeah. Um, so that's just that's something that uh, I just have always loved. You know, I, I kind of had a gift for it at a very young age and wasn't afraid to, mm-hmm. to talk in front of people or, or two people or on a camera. Um, I just try to use that pedestal as as best I could, and it's worked out so far. So yeah. we'll see if it uh can keep going. I gotcha. Well, hey, if you know, if we're since it's the leadership podcast, um, I recently came across a tweet, and I, I can't remember the exact tweet. Yeah. So bear with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Basically, you know, said that um, out of all the positions on a football field. Like an O lineman is the most selfless position because their sole job is literally to make someone else's job right. better, or right. like to like they're not trying, they're not looking for the ball, they're not yeah. doing anything. Like they are selfless to the core. So I guess what has you know being an O lineman because you didn't come in as an O lineman, right. no, not at all. Um, what has you know being a part of um, a unit like that and growing in that ability and all the accolades that came with that, that showed how hard you were. Right. Um, how did that, I guess, reflect so servant leadership? Yeah. What, what are what are some things that you kind of got from that right. on the field that you were able to apply off the field in yeah. your various um, endeavors? Yeah, so I, I think, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head with, with the position because uh, there's no glory in it. Mm-hmm. There, there's no statistics in it. Um, <clears throat> the only thing you uh, are going to get in the press for is how bad you you were that day. Yeah. Um. So it, it's definitely a position where everything is asked, nothing is asked back. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you do you do your best um, to protect others mm-hmm. um, and try to open up those holes or, or protect that quarterback. Um, 
so again, I think when you talk about how does that translate to servant leadership, you know, we're, we're serving those other players and, and trying to let them shine. And again, let we're kind of the Christmas tree. They're the pretty ornaments that, that hang on. Um, <laughs> I've never know, heard so, that. So no, we, we got to have that, uh, that foundation. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because without the Christmas tree, there's no stars, man. Yeah. It's, it's just mm, broken ornaments good. on the that's, ground. That's real. Um, <laughs> I like that. So I, I think at the end of the day, it, it just comes down to, uh, you know, putting yourself and sacrificing yourself for others, mm-hmm. um, which is a hard trait to learn in the real world because the world tells you to, to worry about yourself and to focus on yourself. And as an offensive lineman, we're never worried about ourselves. We're worried about yeah. the guys behind us and the guys running out in front of us. So um i think it's totally a selfless position yeah what would you say is maybe not the best because you know i don't know i'm sure you've gotten a lot of advice right life um one of the best pieces of advice you've ever gotten about leadership there's a lot yeah there's a (laughs) lot um and honestly i i think uh you know when when you think of the word leadership there's so many different things that can come to mind there's so many different actions reactions ways that you handle things um but but to me man the the leader is someone that is never going to ask or tell someone to do something that i wouldn't be willing to do myself Mm. so if i if i'm like hey brandon why don't you you go grab you know that piece of paper over there well if i'm asking you to do that i would do that for you Mm -hmm. no problems asked so i think that you know being a leader it, it it takes uh, kind of empowering people. I think mm-hmm. that leaders kind of trust, you know, their people and it's not just doing things for them. It's helping them to learn and get better. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I think not being afraid of adverse situations. I think that so many times leadership is, uh, put at question or compromised when stuff gets hard mm-hmm. and when things maybe, you know, maybe I don't want to have that conversation, but as a leader, I'm going to have it and I mm-hmm. have to have it. Um, so one piece of advice would, would be hard to give you, but those are some little tips and yeah. uh, just lessons that I've kind of picked up over the years. You mentioned basketball was your first love. Oh, man. And Ooh. last love. <laughs> still, still. There was just yeah. a little bit of time in my life yeah. where she wasn't as important. <laughs> I got you. Um, growing <laughs> up, who would you say two things? And it might be the same answer. Um, who would you say was your favorite player to watch growing up? Yeah. And then who did you try to model your game after? Yeah, so it, it's kind of weird, man. So I, I was always a bigger kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so always was, was kind of bigger and heavier than people for a long time. And then as I kept growing taller, kind of leaned out a little bit. Um, so probably when I was young and obviously before Braun was in the league, I loved Shaq, yeah. obviously. So he, I mean, such a dominant force mm-hmm. and just a crazy, crazy basketball player. When you saw how athletic and big he was. He was really athletic. Um, so yeah, so I love Shaq. So yeah. and we were on the same growth chart forever, and then he kept going, and I stayed down here. <laughs> um, so Shaq was definitely a, a guy that I loved. But then as I began to develop as an athlete and, mm-hmm. and could start dribbling better and passing better and shooting and, and kind of developed uh, just a natural instinct for the game, kind of mm-hmm. seeing things before other people would. Yep. Really, Magic and Pistol mm-hmm. Pete were two of my guys. Just See, because this is, this is why I knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah guy. exactly. Uh, I, um, cause at the yeah. end of the day, man, I'm a distributor. And yeah. I think again, that kind of comes to, you know, that servant leadership and yeah. being an offensive line. I'd rather have a great assist than, mm-hmm. than shoot myself. Um, so I, th- I think that, uh, 
those were two guys that I really tried to kind of emulate my game before mm-hmm. Braun kind of stepped yeah. on the scene. And you know, uh, oh yeah, I mean, obviously, that. yeah. <laughs> um, that's really funny that you say that though, because like I was such a huge Magic Johnson oh, yeah. fan. Like went so much so that like in middle school, if you can imagine, <laughs> um, in middle school I had. My shoes of choice were the Converse Come weapons on. that he used to wear. <laughs> um, I had them in black and silver. I and love it. Was it like, man. Literally, like, people would ask, like, what you getting, the Allen Iversons, the Kobe Bryant? No, I'm getting the Magic Johnson. Yes, Johnsons. sir. The what? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my favorite player. See, so, I was always a Nike guy, yeah. so it's just by trade. I've been a Nike my whole yeah. life. So. <laughs> but but that's, that's really cool to hear, though. You know, I, I think you know, there's something, like you said, when you're able to um, – see somebody else succeed right you know what i mean it gives right. you probably more joy you know than you succeeding yourself absolutely you know what i mean i think you know we're both driven people and mm-hmm. we both have passions and we both have um things that we want to accomplish yep. but i think we're both wired very similarly similarly in this in the fact that like we love to be able to use what we have to help somebody else yep. and then seeing them succeed absolutely it's just there's nothing like it. Yeah, it's just it's just what's kind of ingrained in me. Yeah. However, whatever, whatever kind of caused that. But, uh, you know, I, I think that, like you said, I, I find way more joy in, in helping someone achieve their goal, um, achieve their dream, rather than doing it myself. Because mm-hmm. I kind of I do that by helping them. You know, yeah. th- those are kind of my goals and dreams is, is to help others and to get them to places that, uh, that they didn't know they could reach. So I, I think I was always kind of one of those players that, when I was on the floor, mm-hmm. you know, I, I made everyone else kind of better. Yeah. Not that necessarily I would drop 50 a game. Right. But when I'm playing with this guy, he's dropping 20 a game. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not out there, he's not. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of, you know, that's that's the way I like to play the game. And even to this day when I'm at the Y, man, that's, yeah. that's kind of how I like to do it. So you're still out there playing. I'm still playing. still playing. Always. Uh, yeah, you did say it's still, you're still your love. So. It is. And it'll never okay. change, man. Until I can't walk, I'm going to be playing basketball. Yeah question is can you can you dunk could I you can get up there yeah okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Right. i can still get up there and now right. that i've been losing a lot more weight it's gonna yeah. start getting nasty for people hey. so they better watch out <laughs> <laughs> we might have to make that happen yeah that, absolutely uh, so we uh, go at uh 5 a.m so you're welcome anytime oh listen here's what you need to know um i am a early morning absolutely person. I you have to be as an athlete right i loved it i, I love <laughs> just getting up for me i love it's as weird as it sounds like i love silence yeah you know what i mean so like the most silent time of the day mm-hmm. four or five in the morning yeah nobody's up right nothing's happening yeah. i don't have to worry about getting on twitter or getting on social yeah. media or anything like that put nothing's my phone off to the side and i just i'll do work i'll just mm-hmm. spend time with god it's yep. just it's really just and, it, and it's a good way to start your day absolutely yeah you know? absolutely so, glad to hear that you're also a morning person yeah too. no doubt man um i'm always up early man this has been a really good time um and i know you know we definitely got to have you back i no know there'll be more conversations in the future we'll get a little have. philosophical next time well yeah, i'll have some notes prepared okay Sounds I'll be good. able to give you some detailed quotes yeah. and all that. That'd It'll be, be a good time. Cool. Well, let's let's just do a few rapid fire then. Okay. Off the off the bat, what you want a, like one word type? What no, I mean just you know, if, okay. yeah, not not quite that yeah, yeah. rapid fire, but like you know, what's what's the last book that you read that you can remember? Uh, Lecrae's book, 
the okay. one that he just came out with. I think it's Unashamed. I okay, think it's yeah, yeah. A great book. If you yeah. haven't read it, you I haven't read it yet. It. So that's okay. It's good. So I actually, unfortunately, I can't give it to you because I, uh, I took a bunch of notes, man. I tore it up, oh, and uh, <laughs> a guy that I uh, met and, and was kind of, kind of became not tight friends, but yep. you know, close. Yeah. And, and God kind of puts you mm-hmm. and puts people in yep. your life for a reason. And just hearing his story, man, it replicated Lecrae yeah. so much. And I was like, dog, you need this book. You need yeah. to read it. And, uh, you know, whether he's read it or not, I don't yeah. know. He's kind of moved and, and moved on. But, um, you know, I, I wrote a nice little note in it and gave it yeah. to him. So, but you definitely need to look into it. Honestly, I might have to just pivot from the rapid fire. <laughs> I forgot to ask you this question since it came up. We'll bounce back. What, you can what edit. Was it? You yeah, can edit. Yeah. Uh, what, was, what was it like meeting Lecrae and getting man. a chance to introduce him to the clemson family like you know like that's (laughs) i can't even imagine how was it i mean amazing yeah i mean you talk i mean at the end of the game he's a guy yeah he's just a dude me and you are the same yep but uh this is a guy i listen to every day (laughs) it's different and uh you know i'm seeing what he's talking about and tweeting about it and it's like i'm about to meet this dude today you know somebody that i I hold very high and, and think highly of and uh he was a cool cat, man. Yeah. Once you kind of got him away from his people, yep. and uh, it was just him, it wasn't Hollywood Lecrae anymore, yep. he was cool, man. And it was cool to, to just kind of see that realness. And, you know, he kind of let his guard down a little bit and just, just talking with him as mm-hmm. a person, which was probably refreshing for him. Instead yeah. of me asking, man, how, what's, like, the girls like? What's yeah. the money like? Mm-hmm. It was more so, like, you know, what do you like to do outside of that? <laughs> and, see, uh, that, and, and you're right. Like, especially <clears throat> when you're in the spot, like when you're in the, you know, like when you're getting a lot of questions, a lot of times, that's usually where people ask. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you were like this, but like a lot of people would ask me, you know, like, man, how's basketball team going to do? Always. How's this? this that's all they about. talk to you about. And then when you get those one or two people who will ask, like, like, you, know, you like to play video games, right? You're like, yeah. yeah, of course. Of like, course. I, I'm I'm a normal you person. Connect. Yeah, yeah, you connect it's, better it's, with them. It's and a little thing, so that's cool. I think he appreciated that, man. And just we played a little ball with him. Yeah. Some basketball, of course, mm-hmm. always connects everybody, man. Yep. And, and uh, I threw him an alley oop. He went up and slammed hey. it down at the at Reeves over there for football, yep. and it was just cool. It really was. And again, he's just a normal dude, but mm-hmm. uh, who he is and the message that he brings with his music and the gifts that he has. It was just really cool to be that close and personal with him. So it was extremely blessed to, mm-hmm. for those couple hours and, and to, uh, you know, kind of introduce him to the Clemson family. Yep. Would you consider yourself a lover or a fighter? I'm both, man. You know, I'm, I I love people, and yep. I'll give you every chance for me to love you, but um, I'm quick to fight, too. You know, yeah. I think <laughs> if, if somebody questions something that I believe heavily in or if somebody attacks or questions my family um or a friend you know if i hear somebody talking about you you best believe i'm gonna jump right in Mm -hmm. uh head first and and defend those that i love so it's it's kind of a double-edged sword for me who's the first tattoo you ever got this one on my leg man so it's clemson's crest okay um so it's kind of in my shin calf area for those that you can't see (laughs) oh and uh man it hurt so bad when it got on this bone part to the front of my leg where my shin kind of is I about passed out yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird pain and yeah. some people like it but uh it's not that I, I like it or don't like it but it's really just weird yep <laughs> um if you could have one song playing in the background of your life everywhere you go what would it be say I won't look because hey. <laughs> that and that's yeah. that kind of lover fighter thing man because yeah. um 
you know, say I won't love this homeless man on the corner. Yeah. But then again, say I won't challenge one of my friends mm-hmm. if they say something I won't be- believe in or something yeah. that I don't feel passionately about. So that's my alarm. So I literally hear yeah. it every day. There you go. And, uh, that's really cool. It's just a powerful song. Yeah. It really is. Just that, that conviction and, um, you know, so many people as a student athlete and growing up, you know, probably don't believe in you or, or doubt you. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just like, you know, say I, say I won't be successful. Yeah. Say, I, say I can't do something. Yeah. And uh, that's just going to fuel my fire. Man, like I said, I really appreciate the time, Absolutely. Man. Uh, obviously, you didn't fall asleep yeah. on the couch. <laughs> I thought I was. It's been a long <laughs> it's a, day. Yeah, but it's, it's a, a comfy couch. It is a comfy couch. But it's been a good conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I appreciate you, man. Absolutely. It's always good to chop it up with For you. sure. You know we got to have you back. No and doubt. We'll, we'll get deeper. I'm sure there's a yeah. lot of things that we could have got to. For sure. A little different things about your story but no i appreciate doubt. you you know you know letting your guard down and yeah. just sharing a lot of things that you had to um see yeah. things that you're passionate about no you know in life so yeah. um you know, all i can be is me man and that's what is. you're gonna get appreciate you brother absolutely thank you man that was awesome That'll wrap it up for this episode of the Meeting Three Leadership Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to like, review, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Um, and by all means, as I've told you before, if there's anything that stuck out to you, please, by all means, send me a message um, on social media. I love hearing feedback of how this podcast is engaging with you, how it's connecting with you, and Um, who else I should get on the podcast. Um, It's been a really fun journey. Crazy to think we're already 15 episodes in and um, just continue to progress along. I'm excited um, to continue growing this platform, growing this uh, space for you to be able to learn. And I'm learning just as much as as y'all are. I, I get so much great wisdom from these conversations, not just from how to just be present and ask better questions every single time, but also just, you know, about leadership, about life. You know, there's a lot of things that gets recorded after the microphones are down and the recording stops. And it's always just really good time of just fellowship. You know, I think that's been the heart of the Meet and Three Leadership podcast since the beginning is just good old fashioned fellowship um, and a lot of wisdom that just comes organically from just people breaking bread together. Um, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, just doing life with people, you know, there's a lot that can be shared. So hopefully you got a lot out of it. Um, Until next time, take care and God bless.